money and make a stack. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Dallas Cowboys Post Game Adjustments. This is your captain, or one of your captains here, one of the uh, the uh, controllers of this ship, if you will. This is Lenny, joined, as always, by Donovan. How's it going, Donovan? How you doing, man? Doing all right. Uh, just a little upset about this game, and sorry, folks, that we're a little bit a little bit late to the show on this one. You know. We got other things going on, family and stuff kind of got in the way of this one uh, for early release, but we've got a lot of stuff we got to get to on that last loss. Yeah, no, that was a uh, that was a difficult game to um, watch, especially uh, when you're up by 14. Going yeah. Was that, I think I've said this a thousand times, like I am never comfortable with the lead. <laughs> no, we we've watched be. games together and we've been blowing people out. And I'm just like, nope, we got we got to score again, or we got to do this, we got to do that, because I just don't trust this team. Um, it's like I'm in an abusive relationship with this team. They keep letting me down. They keep getting to me, right? And they did it again. They uh, they let me down once again. They let Cowboy Nation down once again. Yeah, 30, 31-28 overtime loss. Yep. And you hit it 38-14, which. Kind of close there, but I think you hit it the other way. Yeah, no, I definitely had it the other way. I had a blowout. And I had it 28-13. You were almost like, gosh. It was almost a score at one point. Just going into it, that was the most confident I think I was for a Cowboys win. I really thought, oh, we got this one. You know, Green Bay was like, they were just like a flat tire. Their car was just barely going down the road. And I said, this is going to be a good one for us. And man, we just fell flat. No, it was. We didn't know they just lost to the Titans. Yeah, and pretty convincingly. It's just like it was gut wrenching. I think that's the way to say it. Like I was so upset after that game, um, and then to watch that game and then turn around on Monday night and watch the Eagles get beat by the Commanders. Right. And then I got even more upset because now I'm thinking to myself, what a wasted opportunity. Yeah. You were literally at this point, you win this ball game, you are one game out of the division lead. And now all this talk about, hey, can we win the division? Now it becomes more realistic. Not that it's 100% gone at this point. Oh, it's gone. But I would say, and I think I text this to you, ladies and gentlemen, we could be on the verge of a three-game losing streak here coming up. So... Yeah, it's just we'll see. You know, the Eagles eight and one, and the Giants seven and Giants two. Just keep winning. And now we're in, well, we've been in third, but now it's even farther away with just the record wise overall. We you know we beat the Giants earlier, beat the Commanders. I'm not really too worried about the Commanders. See, here's make... the thing about the Commanders, and I said this on a cast a little while ago. What's going to happen when Heineke comes in? Yeah, you're right. You're right about they're a much and, better team. Yeah, I mean now there's discussion now that Wentz is healthy. Is he coming back? Please. They they do have a little bit of a tough schedule. I mean Texans. That's not no, that's too bad. Win. I think they could win that. But you never um, know. The Falcons. Who knows? But then they got back to back Giants and then the 49ers. And then by the time they get to the Browns, Deshaun Watson will be playing quarterback there. So I think and Amari I think Cooper will probably be getting ready to be MVP of the league. Deshaun back. So. Well, let me ask you first off, big question. Yeah. yeah. Who gets the blame for that loss against the Packers? I have thought about this question 
not that I thought you would ask or that I knew you would ask, but I've been thinking about it. I um, I I'm laying the fault at the blame at, at two feet here. I'm laying it at. Oh, let's see if you got the same. I'm laying it at Dak. Okay, I got that too. Bing. I think that regardless of this whole talk about the receivers and him, they aren't in sync. Like that interception in the end zone, basically. If they score a touchdown there, that, that's a death sentence. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Right? But he throws a bad ball, and it looks like he probably needed to float it over the defender's head a little bit more for Schultz in the background. I don't know who he's throwing to, Lamb or Schultz. Well, okay, so that's a little bit of a debate, right? I think uh, from what I heard when they were talking about it, I think it was a, no, it wasn't Aikman that did the game. It was uh, Olsen, Greg yeah. Olson, And he was saying that Schultz ran the wrong route because they were basically running the same route. But I... I even said this to Jacob as we're watching the game. I said, okay, and what we're talking about, guys, there was 7.06 in the second quarter. We just got a fumble and recovery. Like, yeah, we're, we're at the 10, the goal line, basically. Mm-hmm. We're ten, at the 10-yard line. It was first and goal. And then, you know, we made some other plays. But I was thinking, all right, hey, this is this is points. Like, yeah. even if we go up 10-0, it's fine. And I think Dak needs to know that. Hey, don't force it. If you don't see it, it's not wide open. Just... Hey, throw it away. And let's take the points. And he didn't do that. No, he did not. He did not. Um, so Dax, one of my... Uh, and you even saw after that play, you saw C.D. and Schultz having a very animated conversation on the sideline afterwards. C.D. looked a little upset. Um, second second of all, I, or second off, I would give my, uh, my second blame to the defense. Um, this run stopping is just... I just... Are they not watching film? Are they not... Going back each week, looking at it and say, man, we gave up 200 yards rushing. Like, what do we have to do to change this? Like, what are we doing? Well, we got, that's why we got Hankin, right? Hankin was supposed to bolster the line. But, yeah, but then Philly goes and signs but, Sue. But I think what, what got us into trouble is we got Hankin and he's, he's a D tackle, which is like up the middle. Yeah. But they weren't running up the They're middle. They were tackle. running outside, yeah. off tackle every play. And, Heard it said a bunch of times, and I was watching it too. Like we weren't setting an edge, so for everyone out there, like, well, what's mean setting an edge? Like your defensive ends, they can't give up the outside run, so their their leverage should be, I'm going to get outside of the left tackle and force everything back in. But we kept trying to rush the passer, or we're going on run side of the block because they know, like, I got to get on the outside of this guy and block him in. And that's what happened every single time. And our linebackers couldn't make the plays to get to him on the outside. Is, it was just running, running, running all, all the way outside every time. And you feel like, okay, like you said, make the adjustments. Let's go ahead and, hey, all right, guys, this is what they're doing. Yeah. And they just couldn't seem to rebound off that. I don't know. It was just a, every play, even when they stopped him, like they, it looked like they were going to stop him for a yard and the guys would fall forward. It was like six. They were constantly just beating our butts. When it came to running the ball, and it's just... Yeah. I mean, guys, think of it from this mm. perspective. I mean, honestly. Honestly. So, guess who we're... Uh, what running back we're playing this week? Cook. Yeah. Pretty Dalvin good, Cook's right? Really Pretty good. good. The week after that, Barkley. Oh, yeah. I've got Pretty some, good. I've got some numbers on this, too, coming up. Then we got to go to Indianapolis with Taylor. Yeah. And he's back now. Houston's got a pretty phenomenal rookie in, in Pierce. Uh, I didn't really care about the Jacksonville Jaguars, but I think they got Etienne. Is that the running back? 
Yeah, uh, the, yeah. Etienne's been really. He's back from injury too, so he's. Yeah, got, Philly. After that, with Sanders, and then you got Henry. Well, and I, I wouldn't even say just Sanders. Yeah, I mean, but but they have a good running game. That's what I'm trying to say. Like they have, we're going up against. I mean, that's every game coming up, and they all have pretty decent running backs. Right. So. Well, even with Philly, the quarterback runs a lot too. Yeah, the Giants too. We got to worry about the, yeah, the last Jones game we played. Daniel Jones killed us more than Barkley did. So, Dan Quinn, you got your work cut out for you. All Hopefully, right. I got you four points to the other. I kind of did a broader spectrum. You called it out on the defense, but I even have a broader spectrum. And this is weird for me to say. I say it's coaching, but I'm not putting it all exactly on McCarthy. Like, I'm not usually an apologist for McCarthy. But yeah. for one You're thing, not. we don't need Dak throwing 46 times to Dak. Was twenty four for forty six, two hundred sixty five yards, three touchdowns, which usually sounds good, but then two picks. But we don't need Dak to two run costly him. picks I mean, that equaled fourteen points. That's forty six throws. Yeah. And if you noticed, Aaron Rodgers, he only threw twenty times. So if if an elite quarterback says, you know what, the game plan to win here is for not me to, not for me to throw a bunch, but let's run the ball, and we were doing a heck of a job running it. We ran it 31 times for 159 yards. We're averaging 5.1 a carry. And then Pollard had 115 yards in the touchdown. So why do we keep putting ourselves in a position, even though we talked about this time and time again, yeah. right? When Dak was out, we said the winning formula is run the ball a bunch, throw it when you need to, and we survive. We have 4-1 and one during that stretch. He comes in. I think he played a terrible game. Then he came back at a good game. But again, it, wasn't, it was like 200 yards or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then we go back to this again. We're running the ball well, and they're like, oh, no, Dak, we're going to need you to throw it 46 times. Like, we don't need Dak to throw it 46 times because this is stuff that happens. I wonder how many times he changed the play. I wonder about that, he too. He killed, killed. He killed, killed to the point that he killed us, and, and we wound up losing the game. Yeah, I don't know if he's got something to prove. I, I think that price tag comes, comes with something to prove. Like, just win the game. I don't need you to have 300 yards. We don't need that. Out of Dak. What we need to do is control the ball, time of possession, and make throws when you I need to. I think we could use that if we had the receiving core to do that. We don't have that receiving core right now. We don't. Not, not only that, <clears throat> that one throw to CD for the touchdown um, was a pretty throw. But other than that, most of his balls were floating around. They're still behind receivers. Yeah. Just. Yep. So my second point was what you said is Dan Quinn. Like, we could not stop Green Bay from running. Yeah. That was just bad. Um, I guess there was one McCarthy I had in here. This one, the one that really killed me. Uh, so this was on where well, we ended up turnover on downs in overtime. So <clears throat> when I heard McCarthy in the postgame interview said, and it's on second down, he knew he was going to go forward and forth, right? So then on third and, I think it was three, third and four, I've heard third and three, but I think it's third and four. Then why did you pass? Yeah. And then know that, well, you're definitely going to have to pass on fourth down. Because if it's third and four, you know what? Take a crack at it with a run. Maybe you get it to fourth and one, and we've been quarterback sneaking all day on them. Yeah. Then why don't we do that? Like, at least give it a try. You're not up against the clock or anything. And, but now that's what really puzzles me. So if you really knew that, then why would you call those plays? Why would you not override and say, nope, no, 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 we're gonna run here. We don't get it. Okay, we're definitely gonna have to pass here. We just pass, pass, incompletes, done. And then with, Dak had a guy open to the right. 
But I don't think it was. I don't think it was going to be possible for him to get that because that pressure he got, and he almost lost the ball. Yeah. Then he's struggling and just desperation throws one. I was like, that's just no good. And then um, here comes again penalties. Oh my god! Nine for eighty-three. That's Every time we had a good coaching. play on offense, it seems like we had a penalty. Yeah, we come, we go back to yeah. all right. Here we are, back again. So I, I don't know. I was just those things. I think those were the major keys to the loss. I think two things that came for me after the game, post game wise, is that I liked how McCarthy seemed a little pissed off. Oh yeah, he threw the. the it was very frustrating, off. frustrating. Like he was very like animated, which is nice. I want to see that. Right. Like please become that person. Give us something. Um, and then I also like Micah. Like Micah was like, people got to be accountable. Um, yeah, I, kinda, calling, I, I like he's that. Kind of calling out players. That's the leader. That's the leader. That is your leader of this team. Yeah, and hopefully he's also telling them face to face. Yeah, no, I'm. I think he's the kind of guy that does that. I think he's probably in people's faces telling them like, we got to do better. We have to be better. Um, <clears throat> I don't. I just man, it was disappointing. I. 14 up, my wife walks by. She's like, oh, y'all are winning. I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, y'all got this. You're going to the fourth quarter. I'm like, uh-uh. No, number one, I never trust this team. And number two, that quarterback constantly does this to us. Yeah. He constantly does well, something he, miraculous. He rarely has a clean game. Where he doesn't, now, this year, he's not fumbling. He hasn't had any fumbles. But he's throwing the picks. And it just seems like you're just waiting for when is he going to throw the yeah. next one. Now, I had a couple positives out of it. Like, the, the offense, you remember when the... Um, CD uh, got his touchdown pass. I said, oh, they finally figured it out. Do you remember they had him in the backfield and he leaked out as a yeah. receiver? Because Green Bay was running zone, like the, which, again, that's what befuddles Dak. Dak can't read where, the, oh, this is zone, so I need to throw it in this little coverage or this little gap or this spot. He can't seem to do that ever, which is why he excels when they, they blitz. Usually they're blitzing their man up. You know, find someone. But when they run zone, said, you know, we're going to sit back. You're going to have to sit there. Why would any team blitz this team? But finally, they figured it out. They said, oh, they're in zone. Let's put CD in the backfield. Yeah. And now no one's straight up covering him. He leaks out. Easy touchdown. I was like, oh, there we go. That was a beautiful throw. Yeah, it was awesome. A perfect spiral, perfectly placed. But yeah, there was a sense of pride. I'm like, oh my God, we're doing this. And then there's that little. Little thing in the back of my head, it's like, like a little itch in your brain, Lenny, like Lenny, this calm is... down, and you know what's going to happen. I mean, and... you are going to lose this game, right? I'm telling myself, no, we're not. No, no we're going to lose. And CD went off his first game over yeah. 100 yards, 11 catches, first for receiver this season, that we've 150. Had yeah, yards. first yeah. of anyone. He got two touchdowns. So really, I'm like, what else did he need to do? I don't think he really needed to do anything else. I think, I think he did good, but I also think that <laughs> it'd be nice to have some other receiver that's like. Viable, like someone that's that's that people are worried about. We don't have that. No, we got nothing. They're not worried about Gallup right now, and and, and they shouldn't be. Like, well, didn't we just sign somebody too? <laughs> we did Callaway. Yeah, he was a, Callaway. You used to play for the first round or second round Browns. pick. Browns or was he a fourth round pick? He hadn't played for. Uh, uh, he's got some issues. <laughs> he's got some background issues. He's yeah. got some problems, but apparently he's a speedster. I watched some of his uh, his highlight films on um, YouTube. Not bad. Fast. Yeah, I mean he's um he's still. I mean, he's he, not he's several games out from playing because he's on the practice squad now. So yeah, he's figure things I mean, out. he's no Brandon Cooks, I don't think. No, I think what about the offsides for oh, a rookie? Tolbert, my God, how far off was he off the line? I don't, but so, so McCarthy you know, called him out too. Well, what's supposed to happen is wide receivers when they get near the line, and sometimes it's difficult to tell if they're on the line of scrimmage. You're looking down, 
towards the middle of the field where the ball is at. You look over at the line judge and you you got to do a thumbs up like am I good and they'll they should tell you like yeah. oh no you you need to go back or whatever and then they could they can go back. I didn't see him do that. I don't know but he was way he was at least sides. 2 yards. I was like sides. come on. It was bad. Again, another penalty just and that guy I think we just sit him down. You know what? Like you're not doing anything when you're on the field. And now you're costing us games. Which is shocking because in, in preseason, him and Dak kind of had a little bit of a chemistry. I didn't right? see much of that guy. I'm just not impressed. I think it was a flop. That was a bad I think, I think he is. he came from a smaller school that wasn't playing that top talent. And it's showing right now. It's yeah, showing. it's big time showing. I, I, I hope the best for him. I hope he does come around. But I, I think he's a liability more than We're, we're going to have a big problem coming up on defense and not talking just about the run. Because I'm talking about our cornerback, our cornerback play, which is gonna like what you're just getting into. Anthony Brown getting beat on that touchdown, man, golly! I think he was close, close to getting that ball, at least swatted down. Yeah, but he just gets beat. Yeah, like he doesn't have the speed, which is maybe why he's always off the line so far. Oh no, man! But now, now again, and Kelvin Joseph is terrible. That guy sucks. They're, yeah, sucks. They were picking on him. Yeah. I mean, of the 20 throws they had, like it seems like all of them were towards him or Brown. And now and then Bland, when Bland came in. When Bland came in, and you know he's a rookie, so I can't expect him to be a shutdown guy. And he got burned a couple times. But, man, I'm just looking at it now. I'm like, we don't have anyone. Malik Hooker had a bad game, too. Like We just he don't didn't. have any corners now. Like, wow, that our depth is... Which which is scary no going into this next game. It's terrifying. Now I see why Kelvin Joseph was special teams mostly. Yeah. And he's having to be thrust into the starting lineup because I think now they're they're still gonna have him out there. They have a choice. And then well Bland is now gonna be like the nickelback. Yeah, they don't have any choice, man. <laughs> can't you, you can't you put Bland out there? And put Kelvin Joseph in there into uh, the nickel when I just very very upset with what we're going to do because, like you said, we're, we're about to go up against the number one receiver in the league. Guy averages 117 yards a, a and, game. And the complimentary wide receiver to him is not bad in Thielen. Plus, they got that damn uh, uh, tight end they just got in a trade that, you know, when he played for Detroit, he was pretty good against us as well. So, Yeah, let's see. What, I had some numbers on, uh, on, our upcom- on their upcoming game. Let's see. Where was it? The only I, saving grace is that this game is in Minnesota, oh, and it's indoors. Yeah, it's Justin Jefferson indoors. already has over a thousand yards, <laughs> and we're and we're about to play this team. And I wouldn't say Kirk Cousins is that great. Uh, I know I'd said in the past I'd still take Dak over him. And I'm I'm really kind of, I, I, I'm I think he can move a little bit better now. than Rodgers. I don't think he's a statuesque. I think he can like move around. So it's not like he's just going to sit back and drop back. I mean, he's given up some uh, interceptions this year too, but. Man, obviously, if you already have a guy with a thousand yards, and I guess you're pretty good at throwing the ball. Now it is the game of the week, and he does not play well in the spotlight. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. That's true. Um, and last year we shut we shut we shut Jefferson down. You got another question for you. Going back to we we talked about it briefly about what happened on that fourth down play. Now, let me just ask you because I know there's a lot of debate on this one. Did you agree with the call or did you not agree with that? Did you want to take the points or the no? I like not even take the it. points. Would you like want to go for it? Yeah, me too. I like it because I was like, we gotta get out of here. I've heard a lot of arguments, and I don't agree. Like it was not a gimme. I think it was what a fifty-two. Plus yard the wind or, was coming. Yeah, in. Yeah, it was windy and the, it's cold. 
the ball is like a rock. Yeah. Trying to hit that thing. Maher has been great this year. Yeah, he has. Right. So, but I, I like the I like the hey let's get let's go ahead and go for it. Let's see if we can get it. If we get it. You know, it might be demoralizing to the Packers. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Yep. Let's get the heck out of here. My whole reason behind it wasn't because of let's get our three points. I'm worried about okay, if we don't we score a touchdown here, then or if we if we miss it too, then now you're giving Aaron Rodgers he is he he's closed out games like that, close games. And so I'm like, no, they've been moving the ball on us. They've been running at will and then throwing touchdowns late. Why would I think our Cowboys defense could stop them yeah. all of a sudden? So that whole notion about no, no, you just take the points and make Aaron Rodgers go, you know, um, seventy-five yards. I'm like, yeah, he's been doing that yeah. all day. So why would you say he can't do it now? So I I agree with it for sure. Um, I had another comment here about uh, just moving on from the game. But if you got any other comments on the game. No, like I said, it was just earlier. It's just disappointing. The opportunity was there to win this game and to be right back in this division race. And now, you know, it's not impossible to win the division, but it's going to be really tough. So, um, disappointing. Disappointing. Yeah, especially with, I think, with a, a quarterback that I think is pretty much checked out. Yeah. Like, he doesn't seem to have the fire anymore. He really just, I don't know if he really cares. And he comes in there and we're whooping him. And I think he's like, well, I guess, I guess we're gonna just go ahead and beat these guys, even though we've been down. We're down fourteen points. Yeah, we'll just come back and we'll win it. And it's just a little depressing. Um, but I've got this comparison of, uh, and a lot of people talking about Lawrence Taylor. Is he is Mike Parsons? Michael Parsons better than him? Is there the equal? So I pulled some numbers, but it's a little deceiving. But what do you got to say about? That comparison. And that was um, early in his career, so, you know, it's got to be longevity. If he... I, man, the guy's hurt right now. He's got some issues. I mean, it's obvious. There's something not 100% with him right now. Um, they played him at linebacker a lot more this game than they did lining him up at the uh, the end position. But I think he's hurt right now. I'm not going to – I can't sit here and say, I you know, I was I watched every game Lawrence Taylor ever play. I'm sure he had some off games as well, some off stretches, so. Well, I pulled some numbers. I looked at their first two years. Now, this is a little deceiving because from what I've scoured the internet with, I can't find that they were actually tracking tackles for him in his first two seasons. not sure when they really started a bunch of the stat tracking, but I couldn't find But They they had stats, but it just didn't have any you know, tackles for some reason, so I kind of left that out of it. So Lawrence Taylor, through 25 games, he had seven and a half sacks, one interception, and one TD. Micah Parsons, not including the last game, I, I pulled this like before the game, 24 games played, 21 sacks, one fumble recovery, and one touchdown. I mean, stats tell me right there, <laughs> Parsons is better. 21, yeah, it's easy to say, you know, their first two seasons. But I also don't think they had, they were lining up Taylor at defensive end. Well, yeah, he was. Was he? Yeah. So yeah. they were playing more like a 3-4? Yeah, yeah, he was definitely a an end, and then they would move him around too, but... I mean, that's kind of what we've done with him. Yeah. I mean, we're in a 4-3, but yet he's running in there playing defensive end a lot. Or yeah. even D-tackle and linebacker. And uh, so, And safety. I mean, that that's kind of crazy, but it's all about the longevity. Like, you don't get in into Canton unless you've 
done it over yeah a long period of time and and, you know Super Bowls and stuff I would say this I am 100% happy that he's on this team and I hope he continues to stay on this team yeah but what do you think about what they've been doing to him last couple games like he's not really been lighting it up that's why I think he's hurt right now I think it's a part of that but I think it's also a part of they're scheming towards him well you know when LVE went out I said oh no now Parsons is going to have to be linebacker which I still like him at the linebacker position, but he's been playing so much D-line stuff that it's almost like he forgot how to play some yeah. of that. And I was, I'm glad LVE came back in, but I was really worried. I said, oh, no, man, is it a neck again? Like, what's? Yeah, it looked pretty bad. It looked pretty bad when he just landed. there. Like, it seemed like he couldn't get up. But I was uh, – I kind of like this Damone Clark kid. Yeah. I like to see him get a little – I don't like his number. Number 33. That does not seem oh, right. Oh, Dorsey. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. I think he's 33. It doesn't seem right. At the linebacker position, but I I, I like him. I, but I think they're they're starting to scheme now. Like the other it used to be, like they're scheming for Parsons in a way to like how are we going to block him, defend him? Yeah. But now it seems like they're scheming for him. Like how do we take him out of the play? And so there's a lot of running at him with you know with run running the ball at him or just ways that they're getting linemen on him. So where he, you know, it, it's difficult when a lineman is going downfield as opposed to he's going against a lineman who's backing up for pass defense, right? Yeah. He gets around them, he's faster. But when they're coming head, head of steam down at you, he's outsized and he's getting outmatched. And it's just been a little bit bad, I think, on him trying to run defense. I think another thing with this game, I think Dallas overlooked the Packers. Um, I also think, and I just want to just make this statement right now, um, can we stop at the OBJ talk? <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of it. I mean, for two weeks before this game, that's all they talked about. Coaches talked about it. Players talked about it. All the all the shows, all the YouTube channels, everybody, radio, talking about it. Yeah. Right? To where enough's enough. Like, I, instead of talking about OBJ, we should have been talking about how we're going to beat the Packers. Yeah. Right? It just seems like we just... <laughs> think we're just, overlooked. Yeah. We, we just like, hey, they're down and out. Right? We're ascending, they're descending. And just the constant OBJ talk. Like, guys, he's not going to come in here and save us. We already got one receiver that's, that's working, coming back from a, a tear. And right. we see what he's doing. Not much. Yeah. No, no offense to him. Like, I know it takes time to come back from an injury like that, right? Because it seemed like he re-injured it again. In the game, in the goal, you know, in the end zone, like when he gets up, he could he couldn't get up. And yeah, then like I was thinking that gingerly too, like, hopping oh, around. I'm like, oh god, if he's out, we're screwed. It's over. Yeah, and then you know, with OBJ saying he wants to kind of settle down now, like yeah. so it means he wants to be with the he team. He wants a contract. He, like, you know, we, I think they were talking like twenty million. We can't, yeah, we can't oh, afford yeah. that again. We we just got rid of that contract. No, we can't. And personally, I'd rather have the guy we got rid of than OBJ. I'd rather have Cooper in here. Yeah, it's interesting there. Uh, I mean, OBJ, I think, is pretty dang talented. And he'll draw some attention. But you don't know what you get, but you don't know what you're getting. Right. Right? I mean, he's not going to come in and light it up. It's going to take some time. And even if you sign him at the end of November, when he's going to make his supposed LeBron decision of where he's going to go, he's, he's not going to play that week. It'll take a week oh, or yeah, to get no, him going and definitely. stuff like that. And, and I, you know, I'm not even so sure that we're creative enough offensively to get him involved. Like, do you remember when the Rams brought him in? 
It was like an immediate impact. Yeah. They were finding ways to get him the ball. They were doing reverses. They were doing like, you know, plays that get him open in space. And I'm not so sure we can do that. No, I, we, we, can. we kind of run a lot of vanilla stuff. And yeah. it's like, how is he going to make that impact when he's looking at the plays and like, man. I, I think if, if he goes anywhere and he's just like, you know what? I need to see your playbook before I even sign. Yeah. And look at that and be like, you know what? This is garbage. Like, I'm not... I'm not going to be here doing that. But I think overall, besides the player, besides the talent, when it comes to the price of what we're going to have to pay and the fact that we've got contracts coming up that we need to – we've got a running back situation coming up this offseason we've got to make yeah. some decisions on, right? Are we going to lose both of them? You know, are we going to get rid of Zeke? Are we going to let him go? Or is Pollard going to go in, in free uh, agency? You, like, know, you know, my whole mantra on this is let him go. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, what? draft some young – College guy. Yeah. You can always get, I mean, running the ball, you know, you don't have to be super smart about it. Like, there's only so many kind of run designs you can do. Get some young kid in here. Fresh legs. You'll see that burst and, you know, work on pass blocking and catching. And, hey, move on. You know, I never agreed really with the the re-signing of Zeke. I liked the pick. I know people didn't really like the pick. Yeah. I was all for it. When we drafted him, but not for re-sign. Because I knew, like, you don't do that anymore. You just run the guys in the ground and get a new guy. Well, especially guy. you re-sign him with, like, what, two, three years left? Before you even had to think yeah, about it? Yeah, you didn't even have to. I mean... He just, he forced our hand. Yeah. Well, he forced and, Jerry. And, and, and Jerry and said, we've been okay. over and, and invited him in. Said, Let's do it. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. Right? And, and we shouldn't have. And, you know, now we're paying for it. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. All right. I'm about to go into one of my mini rants that I've had on Dak. Dak is a problem. And what we talked about earlier is just a little fragment of what I got in store for everybody today. Number one point, turnovers. Six touchdowns, four interceptions. That is a terrible ratio. And one that I would say a top quarterback who's making that money is not doing. Now, Josh Allen's having some trouble now. But I think he's probably won them a lot more games than he's lost them games. But here's the thing. I've seen a lot of... You know, content content creators on YouTube talking about, oh, look at Josh Allen. He sucks. Like, they're defending Dak and saying, like, oh, look at Josh Allen. Guys, listen. At the end of the day, I would take Josh Allen 100% of the time oh, over yeah. Dak. So, what Josh Allen has is elite talent. And we've seen it. Yeah. We know it. Right? He's going through a little bit of a situation right now. Okay, it happens. Right? To compare him to Dak is ridiculous. They're not even on the same... Like playing field. I mean, do you agree? Yeah, no, I agree. Even go back to the like the play everybody was given a bunch of grief over. Uh, they lost to the Vikings. Uh, Great game, uh, by the way. Last last, last week. That was a surprising actually, game. I guess it was Sunday, but the problem is they were. It was like first in like inches or whatever. So they want normally the idea is like let's clear some space. You might have the running back run to get you a yard or two yards. Just to get, I was like, you know what? Why don't they put him in a shotgun and make him, you know what? <coughs> I got to throw, and I could probably hit a little receiver or running back somebody and spread out the spread out the defense. And if I don't have it, you know, what? I could throw it out of you know throw it out of bounds. But that was a crazy play that you know you're trying to get it from under center, and of course it's just a bad snap. Yeah. I don't know what happened. They just fumbled it. But that was a crazy good game though. No, it was a really good game. All right, point number two. Dak isn't. Clutch. So I got a couple bullet points on this. Uh, I got it from the Colin, uh, Colin Callard show. 
And then he, he has one TD and three interceptions, and his passing rating is 41.1 on third down this season. Ugh. So third down. That's not good. One touchdown, three interceptions, and a 41 passer rating. No, that, that's the lowest passer rating by any quarterback since 2009. Wow. Any quarterback. Any of so Baker Mayfield. I mean, you throw anyone out there who's you, you say, you know, that's a terrible quarterback. Well, he's the worst rating on third down. And third down, I mean, we all know third downs are super critical. That's usually what makes or breaks a drive and a win. You've got to convert on third down. You have to convert. So that almost tells me, you know what, if we're not in third and short, we're probably not going to, we're not going to make it. We're not going to complete this for another, you know, for a first down. Because we seem like, remember, it always seemed like we were in the game because of Dak at certain points in his career in the beginning. Right? Yeah, usually when we're getting blown out yeah. and it's like throw oh. it down and everybody's like prevent defense. Yeah. But so no. maybe my points moot. <laughs> yeah, usually that's when he got you know all those comebacks yeah. and you know things like that. Here's another garbage yards. Another point to the he isn't clutch. He has the second lowest completion percentage on third and fourth down, with forty three percent. And the only player that had worse than that is Tim Tebow, oh, with Lord. a forty two point five in two thousand eleven. Oh my God. So if you Tebow. if you just take if you just take third and fourth downs and completion percentage, there's only one guy worse since 2011. What year is it? 2022. Uh, yeah, 11 so 11 years, years have gone by, and there's still only one guy worse than him. And that's Tim Tebow. I mean, that's just ridiculous. So again, it's just those two things rubber stamp it. He's not clutch. He doesn't yeah. have the clutch gene. He's not Luca. Luca. <laughs> Luca is. If one thing you got to say, that dude's clutch. Yeah. I mean, winning games with three pointers, or you know, the other night he won a game with another three pointer. It's just like he's got the clutch factor, like Michael Jordan, him, Tom Brady. You know, there's just some guys that have the the clutch gene when the, the pressure's mounting, they they come through. Patrick Mahomes, I guess. Mahomes, yeah, Mahomes. Mm-hmm. He's been down several times this year, and he yeah. just comes back. Wins the game, or how about that last year with him and um, Buffalo going back and forth? And you're like, oh, there's only 30 seconds. I don't think he's going to get. And he goes and down. Think, and you're like, God. I think what even solidifies him more is the fact he lost his number one receiver. Oh yeah, and they're still rolling. And they still come back, and he still finds people. Yeah, it's, it's just, just. I mean, how many receivers do they run through? Yeah. Like, they're just they just bring. That's in the guys. difference. Also, like a great quarterback will make. A six-round pick, an undrafted free agent, look like an MVP. Dak does not have that ability. Like, it took a receiver that came in here that could get open on his own because of his route running to make him improve upward, right? To make him look better. And now he doesn't have that, and we're struggling again. Yeah, because, okay, look look at the... Just to go back to your point about Mahomes. You know, I just came back from Kansas City uh, last week. And so they were all, obviously, all an uproar about their Kansas City Chiefs. But Juju Smith-Schuster, he's got Marquez Vandez-Scantling, who came from Green Bay, kind of all right, I guess. But he's their starting. They got Kadarius Toney, who Good lit it up, up last week. Good pickup. They got Justin Watson, Sky Moore, and um, I think they just, oh, the other guys just went on IR. Oh, what was his name? 
can't think of it right now. Oh, uh, Hardman. McCole Hardman. Like, all of these guys, he's just like, you know what? No. All of you guys are going to get some here. I'm going to give you a bunch of passes. You're going to get a bunch of yards. And, yeah, we don't really miss the yeah. guy in, in, over there in Miami now. They're still averaging, what, 30 Now, he's still game? lighting it up. He is. He is. And he's made Tua that much better. But I think uh, I think they said the other, he makes like, every receiver on that team better. I also think he's kind of getting up in age, so I think it was probably the right thing to move on from him. Just looking at okay, what was like one of the first things that usually starts to go with you know Tyreek Hill had speed, right? Yeah. He's, so he's twenty eight. That's not too bad, right? So he might be good twenty nine, yeah. but thirty, thirty one. Yeah, no, it's, 30, it was. Like, with the receivers, that speed's just going to start to go away. That was a Belichick move right there. Like, okay, we'll like, figure it out. Jerry Rice, like, he never really had a lot of speed, but he could still get open. But yeah. then he started to falter. Yeah. Toward, you just can't – you're not going to play it to 45. So, I think it was, like, a perfect move, again, by, like, Andy Reid. And yeah. They're like, you know what? Nope. Gone. We can replace you. And everybody was freaking out. But, no, not Kansas City. Yeah. So, um, those are my two points about Dak not being clutch. Didn't have the clutch factor. But here's a, another big hit to Dak. Only three quarterbacks in the league have fewer completions that went 20 yards in the air. So, Dak only has five this season. Is Daniel Jones with two. Zach Wilson with three. Joe Flacco with four. And the only others with five are Jimmy G, Andy Dalton, and Cooper Rush. Which is funny because those are all of our guys. Previous quarterbacks. <laughs> but fewer completions that went 20 yards. Only three. If you think about it, there's 32 teams in the league. And then you start to think, wait, so there's only three that have fewer than than him? Really? So he can't put the ball up in the air. Now, the other counter argument, well, he doesn't have anybody to throw it deep to. Yeah. All right. Maybe. But I don't know if these other guys really have, you know, a bunch of guys that they could throw too deep wise. I mean, come on. I mean, you think about Dalton. I mean, if we're talking about this year now in the Saints, he doesn't have anybody. And Joe Flacco's not even starting. No. And he had four. <laughs> he has four, so he hadn't played a couple of games. And Dak has five. Like, and well, Dak hasn't played that much either. Yeah, but how does Cooper Rush have just as many as him? <laughs> come on. If, if Dak's supposed to be so much better, right, he's supposed to be so much better yeah. than, than our backup, and yet he's not. I just, I wish I could say I'm just done with him. And I, I, we, um, we've I wish been I could saying stop this. picking on him, but I just can't. When I will say that the one, the one constant we've done on this podcast is talk about how we're not sold on Dak. Right. Well, I wish you could just prove me wrong. I'm, I'm, I, we can't. And these other guys out there, like you're mentioning all the time, these Dak guys that are always saying, "Oh no, no," is you know Dak. We try to like, argue for Dak, dude. I'm throwing out a bunch of stats, and it's really you can't see. That's one thing you can't argue with stats. No, you can't. Now you could try to bend your argument with like you can blame the receiver that stats not, and all this stuff. Here's the thing too: they're like, "Oh, they're not on the same page." And Dak's supposed to be a leader. Get them on this damn page. Like get CD over and say, "You're supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do that." Right, right. Like you're supposed to put some or effort. Into really, the, the route. thing that killed me is like, don't throw the ball. If you yeah. see, like, oh man, you ran the wrong route. Now, if it's a timing based situation, yeah, that's where his expectation is CD's going to cut in front of the safety instead of going up. Then, all right, 
Yeah, like, I'm gonna release it. You should be there. Yeah, because but, we used to kill Dak. Oh, you on, ain't like, Troy Aikman. We used to, yeah, no, Troy was great with that. But we used to kill Dak on. He doesn't do timing routes. It was always like you got to see him open for five it's, seconds. Before but you throw it's it. backyard football with Dak. That's when he's at his best. But he needs to say, oh, damn it, he ran the wrong route. Let me look to my other options, yeah. right? Like, no, that's not there, obviously. It's like he zones in and that's it. Yeah. We're, we're, I'm, the ball's supposed to go to this guy. That's read, what we're doing. I'm going first read. That's yeah. it. And I'm just really, I don't know if I really had faith in him, but I'm just really. Every time he him. drops back, man, I'm clinching because I'm scared. But what, what's crazy is like, He's so inconsistent because, you know, two games ago, he looked great. I was like, look at this guy. I was like, maybe Dak's back. I think I texted him. I was like, I think yeah, like he's yeah, back, he man. He looks like he's looking good. And then he'll come back and just have another game. It's just, I, I think, again, we need to limit him. Stop letting him throw 40-plus times. Dude, do what's winning us the games. Yeah. We didn't have to throw that much to win that game. No, we didn't. And I don't understand, like, why all of a sudden, like, unless you're saying, like, you know, hey, he's going there changing it. Kill, kill, kill. There's a lot of killing going on in that game. There was a lot. Well, then I think that's where... That's where that's where uh, offense coordinator needs to come in. Or even McCarthy. Hey. That's even better. That's even better. Run and, the damn play. And I'm hoping maybe sh- him showing some of that emotion that we have yet to see. Because we've always talked about he's not very animated. He just kind of stands there. Right? And this is the first time here in Dallas that, like, publicly... We don't know privately, but publicly we saw him show some emotion. Like number one, he wanted to win that game. Oh yeah, of course. That was he day. wanted to win that game. Going back to Green Bay, right? He wanted it, and and you would think the players. Well, would we play had out. it. It was in our hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's even more frustrating. I think I texted you at the end of the game. I said that was a winnable yeah, game. It was like, easily winnable. It was, we had it. Yeah. And and so I think he needs to step in there, get on that damn mic. He's always got there. He's not ordering food on. Hey. It's like not working at Wendy's. It's like, <laughs> no, run the damn play. I don't care if there's nine in the box. Yeah, run the ball. I don't care. Like, just you got to control him. I think he he's quietly one of those guys that I think he's like, oh no, I'm much better than this. He's got an opinion of himself. That's why he held, you know, not held out, but he fought so you know adamantly about trying to get this big contract. And then he thinks of himself as like. Mahomes, Josh Allen, you know, Lamar Jackson, and like, dude, you're not. You're not. You're not. So just go with the play. Do a do a Garoppolo. Like, Garoppolo just does what they ask. I think with Dak, like, a lot of his, his wow factor, if you will, when he was younger in the NFL was that he was kind of like almost that dual threat. Right. He'll, yeah. He's not running anymore. Well, two games ago we saw that great run play. Remember? He like, did, but he just he doesn't have. We that. had a blocker and Schultz, and then he just. Kind I don't of, know if it's the ankle, the, the multiple injuries he's had. He's just not. It's not the same. Well, I, he's not that mobile. If you think about like Jalen Hurts, is he's thinner, he's mobile, he's quicker. Dak's built like a linebacker. Yeah, he doesn't have he's a big like, dude. He he can get speed built up, but he's not going to break ankles, and he's not no. going to. He's like Lamar Jackson. I wouldn't. Josh Allen. The thing is, like even Mahomes. <laughs> Who's not fast, and he's not that athletic, but you see the moves he can make, or he'll just be like somehow getting twenty yards, and you're like, "How the heck did Holmes yeah. get down there? He's not that fast, but yet he finds a way." And Dak just is like, "No, I'm a pocket passer, and I'm, I'm not I'm, good I'm at it." Make myself, yeah, I'm gonna try to be one. <laughs> yeah, so there's my rant on Dak, and believe me, everyone, uh, that's probably not my last rant on him. Because We're stuck. We're he, stuck. He just gives me material. That's the thing. We're stuck. Like, 
let, let's say I was like uh, getting on to my kid about something. Well, if you keep giving me stuff to get on to you about, then I'm, I'm going to keep bringing it up. I'm going to keep getting, getting on, on to you. If, if, you, if you're not doing anything wrong, you're doing everything great, then hey, awesome. I'll give you kudos and good job. But he just continues and to do that. after the game, that. we had the same talk. We got to watch the film. I got to get better. We got to get better. I need to do better. I will do better. Same crap. Different years. Yeah, I almost wish he'd do like Josh Allen. He was like, Josh Allen will just say it. Like, I suck tonight. Like, I was bad. I made some bad decisions. Like, just own it more than just that Garrett that's, I think that's what ticks me off even more is that he just... And then all the apologists, when it comes to Dak, it's the receiver's fault. Kellen Moore is not putting him in the right positions. Like, dude, no, it's 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 him making decisions that are, dare I say, ignorant. Yeah. Don't throw the ball. I'd rather you throw it away. I think there's a key to it. You just run zone and make him have to look around and scan the field, and you can't do it. I mean, li- literally, like, go man-to-man on the outsides with the receivers. Put everyone on the box, and you're still going to have the same success against him. I don't know, man to man. I think he 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 could do better because I think we could win the. I think CD can win the battle on a lot of corners, and he can get open. But once they drop back in the zone, he just is lost. He's like, oh no, where's the open? Where's the opening? Where am I supposed to throw it to? And then I don't think any teams in the NFL are scared of his arm. No. No, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. He's not. He does not have that elite talent. Plus, we don't run a whole lot. Like we were just, I just talked about it. He doesn't have that many like passes over nah. 20 yards in the air, and so they're not running deep routes. We're going back to dink and dunk. And, and the reason, uh, I, I just don't understand the reason, because our offensive line has actually done pretty good, pass protection wise. They're giving him time. Yeah. I don't know if Kellen Moore just says we're not going to run a deep pattern here, and so then we're not throwing it deep. I mean, we've seen him throw it deep to Gallup. He's thrown to Gallup a few times. Hell, put. I mean, if it, if it's a put Turpin as a I, decoy. Yeah, okay, good, go. Good point though. I heard that we were supposed to start using Turpin more. That's not happening. Just put him on the outside and tell him to frickin' run and go. Yeah. Like the defense is gonna have to respect that, and so because if they don't, then hopefully he'll get open and Dak will hit him. Yeah. Well, then the other thing you think or about it'd just be like Turpin. Um, you better make sure you, you've got your wind under you because we're going to run you deep yeah. every time. And if you do, we might have CD run across the middle and you know a crossing route because I just drew all the defense to turn. Yeah, Saf- safety's going to run out and like you know. I'm going to throw this out there, and it might be crazy, but if we're hurting a receiver, can we get a couple of plays for Digs? Because I honestly think if he played offense, he'd be our best receiver. We know he can catch. I, that's what I'm saying. And he's fast. And I've seen him run. Yeah. Put him out there in the slot. I'm just so terrified happens. of him getting popped. I mean, that. But you know what? The, you didn't don't hear, throw you, a decoy. He is a decoy. But you know what? You didn't hear anything about Diggs. No, not at all. And that's good. Yeah. That means it's like. Yeah, he's getting they don't, Now, we'll see this week. No, no, see. Okay, now you're going to a good conversation. Why doesn't Diggs. Travel. I mean, honestly, in this game against the Packers, like, who are you worried about? Justin, no. No, oh. I'm saying to the Packers, like, he doesn't have to travel. Like, no, he just needs to play he, on whoever. So, but coming, I'm sorry, yeah, I didn't really relay that well. Like, going to this next game, yeah. Justin Jefferson. They might do that. Who knows? They won't. They might. No, they won't. We don't have a choice. We I, don't have the, we don't have I, the. 
I agree. Depth. If it, if it was me in the coaching room, I'm saying, dude, he's trying. Yeah, but here's the thing that worries me. Okay, you put him on Jefferson, right? Because Jefferson got shut down last year against against the Vikings. Like, I mean, when we played the Vikings, he got shut down. I'm worried about Thielen. I'm worried about the I'm, I'm worried about the tight end. His name escapes me. The guy that came over from Detroit. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll find it here in a second. Yeah, he scares me. He he did pretty good against us when he played for Detroit. Oh yeah, Hawkinson. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was thinking Hawkinson. Higginbotham, but he's all right. I mean, I I had him fantasy before. And, eh, it's not that great, but maybe he'll do better here. But but I, I guarantee it. I, I'll just I'll put money on it. We have a tight end that has. He didn't have these type of receivers in, in Detroit, or nor did he have what's coming up to be like that type of quarterback. Because I think Cousins is better than Goff. But now you've got the running back, you've got the receivers. Like, this guy's going to be in much more. If he's in your fantasy, I'm playing him this week because I'm guaranteeing you he's going to go off. I, I just, uh, I don't see, I don't know why. Maybe Diggs can't play, like, on one side of the field. I, I just don't understand. I, he's not like, Deion Sanders would be like, all right, I'm he's covering. He's not Revis, he's not Deion. He's not Dale, Dale, yeah, yeah. Darrell Revis, or I don't know why. Not Ramsey. I think he's that talented, but there must be some flaw that he, I don't understand why. I mean. He's got closing speed. If you can play one direction, then why couldn't you play the other? He's got closing speed. When the ball's in the air, he's more of a receiver than the receiver he's covering. Yeah, he baits people. I mean, and, and like, yeah, he used to get beat, but he's not getting beat that much. And it might be a good year. situation this week, man. Maybe they put him up against Jefferson and he baits Cousins to do something and he makes a big turn. No, and I guarantee you, if I was the Vikings, I wouldn't throw at him either. Why? Because, I test him. Because I got Bland out there. I got Kelvin Joseph. So it's like... Easy pickings. Like, I might as well go for the low-hanging fruit yeah. and go with those other guys rather than risk something. Maybe, you know, I, I bet you, I guarantee what's going to happen. Like, they'll they'll see him, Diggs will be on one side, and they're going to say, you know what, I'll just put him in motion. Now he's going to the other side. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, dang it, we're going to have to switch who's covering him or they're going to zone, and then he'll get open. I just I just don't see it for some reason. I don't know why. Be, this 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 matchup is. I know we're going to talk about it here in the second half, but this matchup scares the hell out of me. I really I I honestly, <clears throat> and we'll do this when we do our predictions. But <clears throat> I fear the blowout. Man, yeah, well, <laughs> I fear the blowout. <laughs> I know we're going to go there already, too, but yeah, all right, I fear the blowout. Um, let's see what else on. I wanted to talk about the future, so maybe we can get into the next half. What's our future? Playoffs. Looking at, within our division. Playoffs. Playoffs. I mean, playoffs. It's so it's so bad too because it's one game. Had they won this game, we're t- we're, we're we're taking a completely different tone right now. Oh, yeah. we're, we're singing a different tune. Like, oh, we're back in the division. That's one game. Like, you know, this we got the Giants coming up. We can beat the Giants. Like, we have all these different. Things and now it's like it's gone from optimism to doom and gloom. To where now it's like, I literally, literally that game ended. and I'm thinking to myself, we could lose to the Vikings, we could lose to the Giants. Oh yeah! All of a sudden, we're six and five. And oh, by the way, the Commanders are on our heels now. Well, 
This is the thing about it. We're already now. We wind up being last in this division. So it's six and three. Now we're half. We're more than halfway through the season, which sucks. And you know, when the NFL now, ends, it's all. It's we like got. we we're like the boxer who's in the seventh round, who just got knocked down, and now we got to get up and know like, oh man, this is a tough fight all the, all the yeah. way through to the twelfth round, and it's like this is. This is looking, this is looking tough, and I don't have a lot of faith. I don't either. I don't. Either. It's sad, but all right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. We will be right back, and uh, we'll talk to you here in a moment. All right, we are back. Dallas Cowboys post-game adjustments. Uh, we played that song because she does mention the Minnesota Vikings, but we were already at the 27-second uh, mark of the song, <laughs> and I did not feel like continuing to listen to Lizzo and her uh, constant use of the word B-I-T-C-H. So. Yeah, but I'll tell you this. Uh, she puts on a really good show. Did you see her live? Yeah, I've seen her live. Wow. Me, me and Riz both saw her live, and it was a good show. She... Really, so she a hundred percent that. Yeah, she that is. No, she right. works hard, and you could tell like she is all about like showman, showmanship and yeah. just doing a really good show. It was, was good, man. Had everybody going. It was really nice. It's a catchy song, yeah. and you know, I didn't really know until just recently that she played the flute. I guess oh. I never, I didn't really follow her until we saw her. I'm like, oh, she's really yeah. good. But yeah, she plays the flute, and then she played that real famous flute, right? You see that. I think it was on one of the award shows or something. Don't that much at all. She played um, like a, flute a crystal flute. That was, I think he does. It was. Uh, <laughs> he did. <laughs> I think hands. it was built for like Thomas Jefferson or something. It was made for him. So she, she played, played it like Thomas it's like Jefferson a price. Flute. It's like a priceless piece. Wow. And she just played like a couple notes and like she, the curator was out there and handed it to her and then she played it and yeah. then handed it back wow. and it was like wow that's like. Hadn't been played in like 200 years or something. Hadn't been played since Thomas Jefferson's lips were upon it, right? I don't know. I don't know if he played it. I think it was more of a like an uh, award piece or whatever, like something like that. But I was like, wow, that's pretty crazy. Not only do you get Dallas Cowboy content on this podcast, you also get history lessons. <laughs> yeah. I did not know Thomas Jefferson was given a, a flute. That's amazing. Yeah. And don't fact check me because I'm probably wrong on yeah, that. Yeah. No, no, no one's going to do that. <laughs> You probably shouldn't even have said that. I, People were like, damn. I have a really good hunch, and I'm probably like 85% feel that I'm correct on that. So I'll look it up. Maybe uh, It's way better than Dak's completion percentage, so you're good. You're good. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no... <laughs> Please. Are we, are we talking about the same guy here? All right, we're back. It's uh, Friday night here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We're a little bit up north. A little chilly. A little chilly. A little cold spell going. I like it. Oh, James Madison. Sorry. Okay. They were James wrong. Madison they, they were was the flute. They were, they were bros. Yeah, I'm sure they hung out. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know how their powder wigs going? They were good. Nice. Making decisions. Their teeth and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson was getting involved in some sketchy stuff at the time, <laughs> yeah, he was. apparently, from what, we've, uh, what history has told us. <laughs> That's true. <clears throat> he was a little forward thinking. Let's put it that way. Mm. He was forward thinking. 
Um, right. <clears throat> yeah, so here we are, Friday night, talking about the uh, Dallas Cowboys. First half, we dissected and went into the Green Bay game, and now we're going to talk about those uh, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I got some stuff on that. Before um, we get started, have you um, you watched the uh, Arizona Cardinals um, HBO? Oh, no. Hard Knocks? No, Hard Knocks. I've no. watched. I've watched. It's pretty good. Really? Yeah, they're, they're doing the intro season stuff now. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's entertaining. Um, I think Cliff Kingsbury's going to get fired here soon. Uh, his pad is amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. He is a very Yeah, they did the, the last clean. draft yeah. at his place, and it was amazing. Looking. I mean, he gives you a tour of it, and it's just... His, um, I guess, his TV room or his film watching is... Like the back cave. I wonder what his mortgage is on that kind of thing. <laughs> he said he he even said he paid too much. He's like, I don't want to pay this much. But he goes out back, but he's like, look at this view. I'm like, you son of a... <laughs> Getting to live that kind of life right there. Yeah, I think he'll get fired. Um, Go in, back to college. And because it's going to be Kyler Murray, which I'm really starting to dislike Kyler Murray. You know, I, I backed him a lot because I've watched him play in Allen, you know, when older son Andy was going to high school there with him, you know, he was a senior and Andy was a freshman, but watched him play for Allen and I was like, Oh man, this guy's gonna be great, all this stuff. And then you start to see slowly this diva start rolling out. And even like there's been a couple blow ups that I've seen from him that I just was like, you know what, dude, this this ain't right. And it was a couple games ago he was he was telling the coach like Calm the F down, calm the F down, yelling at him about something. And I was like, you know what, that, dude, no. Like, you don't need to be doing that. Not with, not against your head coach. Oh, he's talking to Kingsbury. Now. Yeah, he was talking to Kingsbury oh, wow. like that. And at one point, even, I think Hopkins got in the middle of it and was like, dude, like, you're almost like you calm down, right? Because yeah. uh, Kingsbury wasn't, like, Mouthing off, yelling or anything. I, yeah. Maybe he was talking to him in the ear, like, "Hey, you know, do this and do that or whatever it was." And he just kept saying, "Calm down, down, calm down." I didn't like that. And then the next week, actually, it was like two weeks from there. Then he's there's a conversation you could look it up on YouTube. It's out there where D Hop's like, "Dude, what you looking at?" And he was, and he said, "Yeah, you was why the F open or why the S open?" No, I think that's on Hard Knocks. Actually, there's a little Is it? debate yeah. on the sideline. And yeah, then he's like, "Well, kind of, it kind of like." Well then, what are we doing? Yeah, no, that yeah, that was on there. So, for him to be, he didn't really get at D Hop, but Hopkins has a lot more skins on the wall than you do. Yeah, like he is a phenomenal receiver, been like that for ages. And with Houston, you know, with the crappy team that Houston was, he was like their savior. And he comes over here thinking like, all right, we're gonna, I'm gonna hook up with this young talent, and this quarterback's gonna give me some, you know. Great balls. We're going to get some touchdowns out of this, win some games, hopefully get into the playoffs and do a bunch of stuff. And then, yet, this guy's, you know, rather than like, yeah, no, I'm sorry, I missed you. I'm sorry. And, you know, it didn't, I didn't see it, man. Like, he just kind of comes off the wrong way. Yeah, he just, and I just don't, and you, as, as we know, NFL teams always go with the quarterback, like, especially if they're a really good one. Like, if that's the face of the franchise. Because of the money, those that's when the coaches get fired yeah. and they just move on. Because I mean, do like, you think for a minute? And I mean, maybe I'm wrong here, but you don't think Dak has something to do with Coop leaving? No, I don't think so. I mean, think because so he got so much better when when Coop came. I don't think he he already had his money. Yeah, I don't know. I think that was a Jerry Jones and Coop thing because he wasn't a 
Well, they right. said it because of the vaccine and then the fact that he's not a dog. Yeah, I think... I don't think CD is a dog. Do you? Especially after he scored that touchdown, he did that little hip, little swagger thing. I kind of like that, though. That no, he's cool. got he's got swag and he's got... He's, that, okay, he's got... Uh, Coop had swag. Really? I'm, just because Coop is much more intellectual. I, I think I think CD's got fire, though. You know, he... He's got more fire. Yeah, sometimes you've seen reactions like not go the way you want, like where he dropped that big open pass. Uh, it was like four or five games ago where you know, he's kind of like laughing. laughing. It's like, but I, I think he's still, I think he's got the fire. And I don't I remember think, Dez laughing. When I he think for the some ball. reason Cooper just when big moments or when it's for some reason you look at his splits like home and away, it's just like really bad. Um, going away, I don't know why he can't play. Can't seem to play on like when they're not at home. Well, that's not going to bode well this week. Oh. Can we have the same thing with Coop? Are you talking about Cooper? No, no, about Cooper. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. Cooper. Not, no, no. He's not had a pretty CD. good, pretty good season this year. Yeah, we, we without we, a quarterback. Well, we showed the numbers; they're pretty yeah. dang even earlier a couple games ago. I think probably now, like CD because last, last game week, he's yeah. probably like got an edge on him. Uh, but yeah, I went. Get into the future of the Cowboys. Shall we say playoffs? I don't know. I think a lot will be told this week. A win will fix a lot of these problems, right? A lot of these these feelings of like we got to jump out the building. I mean, we're third in the division. <laughs> One game, and our division is doing <laughs> the, really well. The Washington Commanders, who we're, were we're dead in, in the sixth water. place overall, like. Ranking in terms of uh, NFC playoff teams, that's not where we want to be, because then you then you're having to face some really good teams. I mean, who, who knows where it's going to pan out? I think right now they have. If it started today, I think we're paying uh, Seattle, Seattle or Tampa. Oh, Seattle's in the mix. Yeah, Seattle's in the mix, man. Oh, wow, I didn't think they were in there at all. Let's see. Are they winning their division right now? See, so it's Philly, Philly Vikings. Yeah, you're right. Seattle yep. six and four. Yep. 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 Tampa. So those are division leaders, and then the Giants, Cowboys. Then after that, the Forty ers and then Commanders. The one team I don't think anybody East. wants wants to play is the Forty ers No. Yeah, we obviously don't want to play no, them, we which not. we didn't want to last year either. And then I said, you know what? Maybe this would be good. I think we could. And no, we got destroyed. No. Yeah. The run game again. Oh. You know, that kind of goes on to the next topic. I wanted to get into uh, run defense. All right, so this year we're 29th in the league. <laughs> like how you just casually say, we're 29th. Out of 32. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah, it's not good. Uh, this, is, this, this is where it's going to get you here. Uh, 143 yards, uh, 143.1 yards per game. Now, would you say we're better or worse than last year? Run defense. I would say we're worse right now. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Last year, we only averaged 112 yards per game. Okay. Now I didn't, I didn't include the, uh, the playoff game versus the 49ers. But even if I did, that'd be 116. So how the heck did we get much worse in running defense than we did last? Last year, that was our problem, and everybody knew it. Yeah. That's why the 49ers knew it. They're like, oh, we're just going to run the ball all over them. And they did. And they had Garoppolo. And that's what they do. Yeah. But yet we 
No, that's a glaring thing. Like when you're starting your 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 draft, like start of the season, which is usually, you know, it's not the start of kickoff of game one. It's like draft. Who do we got to get? Free agency, all that kind of stuff. You start thinking about all right, run defense. Run. We got ran over last year, and yet we didn't fix any of that. Well, that's the problem with this team. They don't draft defensive linemen that highly, <clears throat> right? They, they just don't. Like, you've got these... Right, we pick up scraps. <clears throat> yeah, we, we try to get a, a project. And we don't even pick up, like... In free agency, we never pick up really good guys. No, we pick no, up, no. like, what's left over after everybody's picked yeah. over the, the rest of the free agency. And then we're like, yeah, we'll take this guy. We'll no, take we, that we, guy. We, we take we, the, we take, we're in the discount bin. But we take, like, guys who are, like, Robert Quinn. They're past defenders. Yeah. And I understand why, because... I think there's a kind of a transition in the NFL right now. Like, it used to be pass, 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 <laughs> which makes sense of, like, let me get a bunch of pass defenders, defensive ends, and we're going to pass pressure, which we've been able to do. But I think it's slightly starting to switch over now to more run game. Like, you're seeing a lot more teams run the ball. Yep. And those are the guys who are winning. Yet, we didn't make that transition to say, you know what, let's hedge our bets and let's make sure we can stop the run. It, it, I, we just went at it and said, hey, we're just going to – Fill this defense with rushers, right? Yep. We're just going to rush. We're going to rush. We're going to rush. Well, that's what they did too with Parsons, right? Different, like, teams are figuring it out. Like, okay, listen, they're going to rush. We're going to run. And it's killing us. And we have no answer. We got nothing. Even after the trade with Vegas. No, Hankins. I thought this guy was going to be a... Uh... Yeah, but like you said, Dominic and Sue could have... Got him so here's the thing, too. Yeah, we could have. We could have. And I don't even know if they talked about it, if they even entertained the idea. But, you know, a lot of people are, like, going crazy on YouTube about, oh, no, they're making these moves. Guys, listen. When it comes to financial flexibility in the NFL, what's the one position that takes up the most money? QB. Yeah, QB. Philly's not paying their, their their quarterback right now. They don't have to. At this point, and, yeah. And we didn't necessarily have to either. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come. They're going to have to make a decision this year. They're probably going to sign him. But they have that flexibility to Wait, make things happen. Do they already? No, they haven't extended him. No, no. I mean, do they have to make that decision? Um, what is this, year four? I, I think this is his third year. Yeah. Well, then they don't have to. No, no but even there, you still don't. Because you have a fifth-year option yeah. for your first-round draft picks. Was he first-round? Pretty dang sure he was. was he? Yeah. Double check it. But yeah, I'm pretty dang sure that's what the... Uh, but that's... I guess that's the the key to it is draft a good quarterback and then know I don't have to pay him for a while and I can set up down the road. Oh, he's a second round draft yep. pick. So he's only got four years. Yeah, so he's got four years. So yeah, they're going to have to sign him next year. Yeah. But usually you want to draft a guy, and then even with Dak, we didn't draft him first round, obviously. But you have to know that I here's a project. If player. I could pay the quarterback on the cheap, then it means I can load yeah, up. I can load my defense up. I can load my positions, up. you know. And we missed that opportunity, and now we've got this huge bill to pay. Albatross sacrificing our neck. all of the other team. You know positions that we need, and then we signed Zeke. You know we've talked about this like numerous times. We put ourselves in this position, so it, I think with the Zeke thing, I think Zeke's gone after this year. I 
What a hope. So. I, I know we had talked about like, hey, we can restructure and all this stuff, but I think we we got to go. I'm okay if we get him on the cheap. Like if he wants, if he realizes, yeah, I'm on the tail end too of this my career. I'll sign for pretty dang dirt cheap. Then let's do that. I I still think he's got value for our team, but it had to be cheap. I, I mean, think he moves more into like a fullback role. Almost, yeah. yeah. We need like short yardage gain. Yeah. We need Oh, you know, hey, third and seven or eight, we need a pass blocker. Yeah, let's do it. But other than that, I think I think you got to get let Pollard go because he's going to want a bunch. Pollard's going to hook up with some offensive genius and become like a star, even more than he is now. Watch. Maybe so, and that's fine. Cause I can gonna, imagine him like in a Sean McVay offense. But they're going to have to pay him. Yeah, someone's going to. And someone's I, going to. again, my... My mantra on that is like, no, let's not pay these guys. That. Another uh, another thing this week, I was watching on YouTube. Another content creator for the Cowboys. He was talking about how upset everybody was when Cedric Wilson left in free agency. Were you upset? I wanted to, I wanted him to stay. And then they made. But it. I, I wouldn't like as far as like okay, Mark Cooper left. I thought that was a big blow. Yeah, Cedric Wilson. I'm like, oh man, that sucks. But I wasn't distraught. Someone made the comment that if he's on the team, he's the second best receiver. And, and I responded back on YouTube. I was like, so the fifth best receiver in Miami, right, who's not even playing, yeah. is automatically the second best receiver on this team? <laughs> what kind of trouble are we in? Yeah. Like, how bad off are we? Yeah. If that's your answer. We're bad at receiver, bad at corner right now. There's a lot of talk about, like, trading for him at the trade deadline. Like, you know, he's not being you. Let's get him back over here. But we let him walk. Well, we still got to pay him. Whatever he's getting paid in Miami, we're going to have to pay him here. Right. It's not that simple. And yeah. I go back. If that's, if that's your second best option on this team, who can't even play in Miami, we got some problems. We got problems. Uh, I got some contradictory information, though, about our next opponents. The Vikings, Colts, Texans, Commanders, they're actually all near the bottom of the league in rushing. Now... That being said, they have some really good talent. So I, I think because of injuries for all those teams, that's probably why they're not there yet. Yeah. As far as like their their overall rushing numbers are not that great. But the Giants are in the top three in rushing yards per game. Eagles and Jags and Titans all near the top two. So, like you said, if our problem is run defense, we're in trouble. We're in trouble with some. And think about it, Giants. We need to win. Yeah, we have These to. are division games, right? Giants, Eagles, we got to win those. And then we got Titans coming up. With that Haas back there in the backfield. Yeah, and who also throws passes for touchdowns. Yeah, he does too. <laughs> Another jump passes. He's a person. So it's going to be rough, and I'm not sure. But did you hear what part uh, Parsons, what McCarthy said? He's like, like pass rush is, a, is like a privilege now. Basically saying all you guys need to worry about run defense right now that's our key and hopefully we'll see is there going to be a change this week but this is against the team that has got like the number one wide receiver and like you said Thielen's all right too they have they have a good offense so do we is this the game that we need to go all in on run or is it like actually you know it's it's i know what i said but we still need to like pass this team i mean like pick your poison with this team you better hope Cousins is off that game. I've heard a lot of people say that, well, they're lucky. At 8-1, they're lucky. 
You're like, well, yeah, they won some close games. You play your well, schedule. Even, even, I mean, even that Bills game, like yeah, that was, that, that, you could say that was luck. Yeah, I was right? talking. I was talking to this, this guy who's a, a Vikings fan. He's from Minneapolis. He's relocated here to Fort Worth, um, and he's like, I, I was texting. I was like, man, this is crazy. What's going on? I think good victory. And he's like, don't man, no. He's like, as a Vikings fan, they're gonna find a way to lose this, and they almost did. But that miraculous one-handed catch by Justin well, there, Jefferson. There were two one-handed catches in that game. Yeah, but that Diggs Justin too. Jefferson one where he... Uh, basically an interception. Yeah, the guy was holding it with two hands. He just rips it out with his one hand and comes down with the catch. And like that pretty much sealed the deal. And I'm like, well, I guess they've been getting by, but isn't that something to say about your team if they can win close games? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the NFL. You, you play what's in front of you. Because if you lose close games, then you just can't close it out. You just can't finish the job. So is it luck? Maybe. Yeah, you need a little luck. I've heard a lot of those coaches say, like, you know, sometimes luck is yeah. better than, I guess, you know. No luck. <laughs> no luck or skill yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So I, I think we've got a, a pretty tough game coming up. I do too. Like I said earlier. I feel the blowout's about to happen. I feel like this week and Thanksgiving could be the turning point of this going from an optimistic, positive type season to a downright, damn, we're screwed. Like disaster. And we're going to wind up getting a mid-level pick. We're going to get like the 15th. Yeah, just... We're not even going to get like, like we've a We've done in the past. Or, yeah. We're not going to get anything. We're, we're back to just getting a mid-level we're good, pick. and then we just can't be great. Yeah. But then we're not bad enough to get those good picks. Um, man, I don't want to get to predictions yet. Well, I guess we'll get there a little bit later. But I'm just not really feeling good about this game. I just don't have no, <coughs> I have no zero confidence. In yeah, this I, game. Don't, I don't either. Like, part of me wants to say, you know what? We can beat them. Like I heard Skip Bayless saying, like, oh, our record against you know uh, the Vikings the last couple of years. Okay. But that doesn't mean anything now. No. That doesn't, that's not the same team. It's not the same momentum. It's not really what we've been doing this year. Because we started out like with a loss. Then we strung together a couple wins. And now here we are with three losses. And I feel like we're lost. This is what we were saying. was like, oh, this defense is like the best defense. This is no, no one defense. No. But, but slowly we didn't. Last well, couple of games, the defense has been like. Showing that you can do stuff against them. Yeah, it's... it's we, we beat Chicago. Odd. Chicago was in the game. But I Detroit think, was in the game. I think there was this ugly little thing that we didn't really key on much is like our run defense is no good. Yeah. Because we're looking at... If we get teams into uh, passing situations, we'll kill them. But we didn't do that much. And so that I think that's what really killed us is like... They ran the ball really well, and a lot of teams now, do they have a formula on us? I don't know. It's not even a formula. It's out there for everyone to take. Just run the damn ball. Watch, Minnesota's going to come out. They're going to run it. And they've got a good guy to do it yeah, with, I mean, too. Again, we're not, we're not playing. Even when we go up against spares like Detroit, they were running the ball on us. They didn't have Swift, and they're still running the ball on us. Yeah, I had I some numbers too. Oh, here's here's some numbers. I'm sorry to go back to the Packers, but I wanted to talk about this one here. This is what really killed us in the last game too. Is the Packers had three third downs and third or less 
nine times. And that's, we were watching the game, I was like, how many third and twos have they had? They had a bunch. And then when I added in the third and threes, not even to mention the third and fours and fives they had, but third and threes nine times, if you're in that position, that looks really good for your team, right? If I said nine times, you're going to have the ball third and three. I'm like, oh, that's pretty dang good. Yeah, like yeah, that's, that's easily bad. convertible. That's easy. That's easily either run play or pass play. When yeah, you, you could, I could that switch it up. You yeah. don't know what I'm going to do, and like, you think we're going to run, but we're going, or you think we're going to pass, but we're going to run, and vice versa. I mean, yeah, just, it just puts you in a bad position. Good situation to be in and from so, an offensive perspective. That means that they're getting yards running, and then we can't stop them. And then oh, here it is, third and short. Yeah. So I don't know what, and plus Dalvin Cook can do both. He can catch passes. He can. I think last year he had. I want to say he had a five touchdown game. So you know he can catch the ball. He can run the ball, and that's going to be something to worry about. And it's like you said, over the top, you got to worry about Justin Jefferson. I'm just look, guys. I, I think this could be like it could be, but like no, you said, I, I, I'm feeling it. Like I'm not gonna. <clears throat> I watched the Green Bay game. Expecting and anticipating a win, so I was very let down right. when the loss happened. This game, honestly, I'm going in expecting a loss. Right, what's going to happen? This and we're going to win. Is, this is what's so crazy about this dang team, and it's been like this for I don't know three or four years. Like we lose when we should win, and then we win we when lose. we should lose. Yeah. And you're like, what? Look at this on? whole season. We had a backup quarterback. We should have lost. Right, and we didn't. And we were thinking every game. Even though we might have predicted wins, internally, inside, I'm still expecting a loss. Yeah, like even this game coming up, like, I'm telling you we're going to lose. Like, this is wrapped up. It's over. But I wouldn't be surprised if somehow we pulled it out. Like, I I could see it happening. I just don't have the confidence to say it's going to happen. I don't have the confidence to say it's going to happen. No, either. I just don't either. Like, I just don't have the confidence. I don't see... And reality is telling me it's going to be... It's like all the all the right things have to happen. Like, our play calling has to be right. Dak Jefferson's has to be on pull his ACL in practice. And our defenses has to be able to stop the run. No. And can you say all three things are going to happen? No. I can't. I can't say, like, oh, yeah, no, what, no. And now we've got what, DeMarcus Lawrence is saying he might have refractured his foot. Did you hear that? No. Yeah, no. He came out. He was talking to reporters. The foot thing. There. He's bad feet. About, oh, I might have refractured it. I don't know if he said it or somebody else said it, but he's dealing with the knee situation, his foot. It was the same foot he broke last year, and I think the comment was made, like, did he refracture it? But he said he's going to go. I'm like, we'll see what happens. I don't know what you're going to do with a fractured foot. And you know what's worse about this loss? We came off the bye. Yeah. We were Shouldn't we be like super prepared? Healthy, Everyone's like, hey, yeah. we got a good game plan. Oh, so that puts less trust in for me in the coaches to say, you know what, they got this. They're going to bounce back. You know, there, there's teams like, okay, I know Belichick's not doing that well right yeah, now. Yeah. That, I think it's mostly because his quarterback, Mike Jones, sucks. But I'm looking at him like, all right, if they get blown out, I guarantee, uh, guarantee you, Belichick's going to come back next week, and they're going to have a really good game, and they're going to put it together. I just don't see that here. I don't see that happening. Where I, you know I what know. we got, we took a tough loss. McCarthy's just going to go in there and whoops I'm hope, tail. See, this is what I'm saying. I'm hoping that changed. I'm, I'm hoping the the life that he showed in the post game interview 
comes to fruition and he tears into this team. Like I, here's the thing: it's so hard in the NFL to tear into people because these are all like multi-million. Like they don't give up rats, but about what do you guys? Yeah, like what do we, okay? Well, especially if you're Kyler Murray, you're the coach. Yeah, it's not like you know, like in, you know in college or in high school, like you own these people's opportunities, if you will, mm-hmm. right? You know, you you maybe owns not the right word, but you have a very heavily influential way of like being able to guide them to where they want to be. You uh, want to be a star? Uh, Listen it's to me. It's not even that. I mean, if you think about how the college is, they could say, you know what? You're done. I'm cutting your that, scholarship. The thing, the thing, well, the thing with college now that sucks is now they got that. The transfer portal. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's free agency. Yeah, it well, is. I mean, in the, in the past, like, you could transfer, but you had to sit out a year. Right. Now it's like, <laughs> you go and start the next year. Yeah, but then you got to make the decision on, or if I go to this other team, am I going to be someone there like or let's say some guy's like oh i'm gonna go to alabama okay go for it you're gonna yeah, be third string yeah. and maybe you're not uh you know getting the exposure you want because now you're trying to you're basically auditioning for the nfl and you get the opportunities you want yeah maybe over there you were starting but now you're not because there's already nfl level guys i mean yeah. alabama just cranks them out not this year they're struggling this year yeah, I know. I'm kind of liking it. It's kind of it's a crazy college. That, like, we follow the, the the Aggies and stuff, and like, there's so much turmoil right now at A and M with with Jimbo and quarterback play. It's just man, it's been a a bad season. Yeah, I like how these other teams are coming up. TCU, not TCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Tennessee. It, yeah, these other teams that you know, obviously Tennessee used to be great back in the day when Peyton Manning was there, yeah. but they've kind of haven't been around. But then you still got other guys like Georgia. They've been around, you know, always in the mix. Um, but to see some team like TCU, a little small school in Fort Worth, is like showing up. And, yeah, no, no, no. And they're and they're not shying away. They they played some big teams. Yeah, good coaching, man. Good coaching. Yeah, they're actually doing it. So I'm I'm really happy for them. Hopefully they can continue that. Just you know, a Texas team winning, not UT. Well, hopefully, well, hopefully UT will be on the rise here soon with the uh, man. Ah, boo. I mean, I, I don't care, personally, but I'm just saying. They're going to Tech makes me not like UT or A&M <laughs> or Baylor. But I won't have to worry about that. But, yeah, it, it's been some interesting stuff in the college uh, world of football there. Uh, let's see, what else are we getting into? What do you think about Cousins? He's having a good year. Yeah, where would you where would you put him? Like obviously the top fifteen. Is is he good because of the receivers he has? Or do you think he's like is he I mean I think honestly when you look upon the, the you know the horizon of the NFL, if you will, there's only like I hate to say this because I've always doubted this guy and not been a fan of him. Like there's only <laughs> one quarterback in my opinion that seems to make you know Michelin star dinners out of just scraps, and that's Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the only, that's the only one I can think of, right? Everybody else, every other quarterback. Look, Tua wasn't nothing until Hill came. And now when Tua starts, they're undefeated. There's something to say about that, right? Well, they're not undefeated, but... No, no, when Tua plays, they're undefeated. Yeah. Now, when he's out, they're Well, not. I think it's something like when he finishes a game... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I think when he yeah. got knocked out, yeah. they didn't they didn't So win. when Tua pays, plays a full game, <laughs> yeah. they win. Yeah. 
Um, so Kirk Cousins, though, it was always to me, and this is a little bit of just the history with him. Like you said, when the spotlight's on, he's crumbled. Uh, playoffs, things like that, he's crumbled. And then even like Skip has said, like he's going to flop at one point. He's going to fold. He's not going to come through. That all might be true in the past, but I can't say that that's going to be him now in the present or in the future because he just continues to win. So I I can't say like I mean there's been it could be a per, it could be a situation of perfect timing. The talent that he has is now like flourishing. Yeah. So his ability to QB now raises because he's got Jefferson. Yeah, it's almost and Jefferson takes so much off of Thielen. Okay, I'm going to say this parallel, but it's not quite equal. Okay, when Romo started to finally figure it out, he was starting to really do well. But previous seasons, there was always something. Like, something always happened. It was like, oh, no, here, here it is again. And then he started to figure it out, and then he you know, started aging. His body broke yeah. down. But now with Cousins, you're like, okay, all those other things, he, he'd always, like, crumble or something. He'd throw How some bad he? pick. He's not that old. I'm just saying, like, there's a history of him failing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he should be succeeding and he had good teams. But maybe now is that time where he's starting to figure it out. Again, I'm not saying he's as talented as Romo was, like, you know, with with that kind of stuff. But I just don't know about him. Maybe he's turning over. Now he's turning that leaf. He's starting to become a good enough quarterback. Because, look, if I look at him right now, if you just pull up NFL Passing stats, he's eighth. So there's only Mahomes, Brady, Allen, Rodgers, Burrow, Geno Smith still up there, and Herbert, and then Cousins. This is like total passing yards. He has 2,356 yards passing. Halfway through the season. Yeah, 6.7 yards a pass. That's pretty dang good. Putting up 261 yards. A game, like, man, that's pretty good. Now, sacks, 20 sacks, pretty bad. Six interceptions, but he's got 13 touchdowns. Like, believe I take that well over what Dak has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dak, you got to, dude, you got to scroll down. And everybody's saying, well, yeah, but he missed some games. Okay, well, then, you think he'd be better with, like, fewer interceptions? Like, yeah, he does have fewer, but not by much. Kirk Cousins got, you know, like, a, oh, actually, Kirk Cousins is eight. I'm sorry, he has eight. Eight what, interceptions? Eight interceptions. <clears throat> yeah, it's one a game, basically. But he's got a lot more touchdowns. There's Dak at four. And he's played a lot fewer games. You think about Kirk Cousins has played now nine games. And then uh, with Dak, has he played here? What, four? Yeah. So, let me ask you a question then. So he's got half. He's, I don't know, he's got half. I guess he's almost so about take, on even. Would you take Cousins or Dak? <laughs> Man. Ugh. I'm going to go one I'm really, further. I'm starting to. I'm going to go one further. I'm starting to swing towards the other Would way. Would you here. rather have Cousins, Dak, or Heineke? No, I'm not, I'm not taking Heineke. 
No, I can't do that. Man, I'm really... You're taking Dak over Heineke. I'm taking Dak over so Heineke. So that means you're going to take Cousins over Heineke. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm taking Cousins over Heineke. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm going to take... Cousins I, I'm, I'm starting to move. I'm not going to say it yet, but I'm starting to move towards, I think... I think Cousins over Dak. No, I agree. Like, I just don't understand what's going on. Because supposedly what Dak was doing is he was sitting out. Oh, yeah, I'm understanding the game better. I'm, I'm seeing, you know. I'm, I'm watching Rush. And I'm yeah, watching I'm watching what Coop, yeah, Cooper's do doing. And, yeah, and then he kill, was going to supposedly kill. make adjustments and start kind of following the game plan. But no. No. I'm, I'm seeing the same, old, same old dude. Yeah. Like he texted me, like, on Sunday. You're just like, oh, <laughs> same old Dak. Now, when you text you send me something like that, and I... I think I had paused the game and I was doing something and I got excited. What? Like, oh, wow. What happened? What happened? I was doing something with the kids or something, right? Something happened. I had to pause the game and take care Does of it. your kids get in the way of you watching football? Yeah, you know, <clears throat> unfortunately, no, uh, it kind of yeah. happens, especially you know in the what? afternoon. I'm going to take that flag down out of your front of your house. Um, luckily, the, the little one, uh, I was able to get him to take a nap at around 4.30. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, hey, wifey, take over because uh, yeah, I'm watching Cowboys. Wife wouldn't feel well, so it was one of those things where... Uh, so? Older boy was upstairs in the game room. The little one was uh, bothering me as I was watching the game, wanting this, that, and the other. He finally laid down and took a nap, um, so I was able to watch it. But yeah, you texted me. I, I had paused it, and I came back. I'm like, "Oh my god, we did something!" And, like, and then I think it was the interception. I guess like, that's hard. God, to, I, I guess it's ambiguous, right? It's like, come on, Dak is back, and you're like thinking, like, "Oh, positive." No, I meant like there was actually a couple times. When I was watching the game, I had to pause it and do something. And I would come back, and, like, it was, I think, 14 to 14, then we jumped up 21 to 14. Like, I didn't see the touchdown to tie the game before the halftime. Mm. Like, I, had a, I, was, I was doing something, and I was like, oh, my God. And the, the damn problem is with the phones, you get the updates. So I immediately reached for my phone. I'm like, oh, my God, we scored? What? I go watch it real quick. Oh, okay. So I was, like, literally almost 30 to 35 minutes behind. The game. Mm. And Dang. then, so I didn't finish watching until almost seven. Oh. And I was just like, now I already knew, I, I felt the outcome was coming. I, I felt it was coming. Man. I was cooking dinner. I, I got to get like, all that set up. Like, you got all your snacks. You got everything you need, everybody. Uh, don't, don't bother me. We're, yeah. we're watching the game. I mean, I'm not, not saying you can't come talk to me, but when I watch the game, I'm focused on the game. I'm on the game. That's like... You know, commercial breaks, yeah, whatever. I might switch back to, you know, I got the red zones. I'm switching over to red zones. It was happening in the league. But I have this uncanny timing. I'm like, oh, we're back from commercial. Boom, flew. No, no, I'm I'm usually, uh, I'm usually very isolated. I'll come out here and watch the game alone. Just like be quiet. I don't want to hear anything. And then the kids will come in every once in a while. But I'm like, hey, come on, guys, go watch the game. Go, go, go. And so when Saturdays are on. You can integrate them into it. Hey, sit down, it's third third and four here. Third and four, we're gonna see if the Cowboys are gonna go so for it. So Saturdays when A&M plays, like you don't bother the wife. Oh well, see that she's see, got it, so it, she's it, got it right. It's the difference. It's the difference, man. It's like it seems like when I'm and I'll say like I get like seventeen of these now, and then I might get a couple extra if we God forbid we make the playoffs, and make a run. So this is all I get. <laughs> yeah, like allow me the time to just if I want to come out in the garage and watch the game, just just let me do it. Well, see, that's what I think is kind of weird. You're relegated to the garage. I'm not. I, I choose to. 
Oh, okay. I have multiple platforms in which I can I can go in the bedroom and watch it. I can go upstairs oh, yeah. and watch but it. But I was thinking I got TVs the, out here. I can put the spare bedroom <laughs> yeah, and watch it. Be on the main TV. Hey, I mean, sometimes I, I like to just come out here in my house like on Sunday. On hey, Sunday football's on. <clears throat> That's what we're doing today. Now, if you don't want to be in this room, it's fine. Go somewhere else. There's TVs all throughout the house. You can go watch whatever. Yeah, this was, this year. Like I've done, I, I typically don't watch the games as much as I've done this year. Like I'll turn it on at noon, whether we play, you know, noon, we play at three, we play at eight, whatever. I will just have football on throughout the day. Yeah. It's the first year I've done that. The kids are like, "Hey, noon games on." Like, just you want to go upstairs? Yeah, at least this next one's not a noon game, huh? I said at least this next one's not a noon game. No, this one, and then of course we got Thanksgiving. But I'll be traveling uh, probably around that time. I might be able to catch the game. You're traveling to Houston. Yeah, that's right. That's right. On Sunday, so. But either way, I'm catching it uh, on radio. However, else we're gonna do that. I'd rather actually listen to Brad Sham. I remember back in the day we would have the uh, yeah. My the dad did the same thing. We have the radio, on. <laughs> but they seemed to coexist at the time, right? Yeah. Now it's like the 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 radio play is like two minutes ahead of what's going on with the the platform. Like you know, now every, everything's streaming. Yeah, my dad <clears> used <throat> to do that a, a lot. We watched oh, the Cowboys game. He turned the TV down mm-hmm. and then put up. The radio, we yeah. hear Brad Sham yep. and, uh, what, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot the guy that, uh, was Babe yeah, Brad Sham and Babe Loffenberg. Yeah. yeah, we listened to that. No, it used to be Brad Sham and Dale Hansen. Yeah, yeah, Back Hansen. In the day. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, okay, so we like to hear our our guys broadcast. So that's why when, when we're watching the Mavericks game, I don't care if it's on TNT. I'm not listening to those dudes. I'm not listening to those fools. I'm putting on... South, uh, I guess it's called Fox Sports. I don't think it's Southwest. I think it's just Fox Sports now. And it's all listening to Mark, uh, Followell. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just listen. I'm going to hear the local guys because they're always talking about us. Yep. The other guys are, man. I mean, sometimes I want to hear them go off on like, oh, look at Luca. He's you know he's like a superstar. And that's great. But I want to hear the local guys. No, I, I like listening to uh, Brad Sham. I, I really do. I don't even think me and Jacob ever watched the Mavericks game with the TNT guys. Oh wow! Because we just no, we go for our dudes. We want to hear yeah, our guys. I don't watch enough of it to to be. But then at some point in the playoffs, they shut it off. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, when it goes into the conference finals. Then it's they don't have the rights yeah. to it, so it goes to like TNT, and then you get like Reggie Miller and all those other guys. All right, man. Let's talk predictions. Ah, gosh. Oh gosh. Man, you want me to go first on this one? Yeah, if you want to. I'm going. This is. This almost breaks my heart. I wanted to give one of those picks like you did a couple weeks back. You're like, my head's telling me this, my heart's telling me this. My body's telling me. telling me. Oh, man. I'm, I don't I'm, see nothing wrong. I'm sorry, but uh, I have no faith right now. I've lost my faith. And I'm going 31 20 Vikings. That's better than mine. Now, again, I'm not trying to hedge my bets, but I could see us winning this game. So your mind's telling you what you said, but your heart's saying we no, I No, 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 no. Not at all. I think my mind and my heart probably are... I, I know I just said maybe my mind's telling me this, my heart's telling me this, but I think actually both are telling me we're going to lose. Yeah. But there's a little <clears throat> part of me that says... I could see it, 
going the other way and us winning. Because, again, we talked about our unpredictability with the Cowboys. Like, all of a sudden, they pull out wins when you're thinking, like, there's no way. Yeah. And then they do it. I could see that happening. But, again, my confidence level is, like, that's not going to happen. But I could see us being here next week talking about, wow, did you see some Cowboys pull that out? Yeah. You see how yeah. they did yeah, that? No, man, no, no. man, they just came out and really took it to the Vikings. Especially after last year with Cooper, um, with Rush. Um 38-17 Vikings. Wow, okay. Yeah, I think it's going to get ugly. Now, this is what's funny, too, is we were a five-point favorite over Green Bay. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a couple different numbers run up against the Viking game, and we are, at, I've heard, one, one and a half points or two-point favorite. It's at one right now. Which, what Vegas is saying, okay, just... For just a quick kind of education for everyone, at home, typically the home team will get a three-point favorite. They're three-point favorite just because of their home game. They're on their home field and the crowd and everything, so they're usually three-point favorites. So at this point, it was like one and a half or two. Seeing the line jump back and forth, the Cowboys are favorite. So that means we're they're even eating up the three points that they would get as a home team, and the Cowboys are still going to be favored. Which is kind of crazy to me that that's after the last game like that against what we just did against Green Bay, who's now four and six. Like, wait, so we just lost to a team who just lost and they're four and six now against eight and one Vikings. You're still favoring us. So I don't know what they're thinking, but we'll see, man. We'll see. So hopefully uh, either we're going to come back and look like idiots for picking the Vikings or come back. And be like, oh, well, at least we, we can't come back that. and be like, yeah, I saw that. I saw it happening. <laughs> Although I did say I wouldn't, I can't put it past us. Somehow we pull it out and win. All right. So any last closing words? Uh, no, just three things. Dak, don't throw 46 times. That's smart. Yeah. Stop the run. And then don't have any turnovers. They were all right. All right, guys. Y'all take it easy. Have a great week. We'll be back with y'all next week. All right, talk to you next week. Take care.